Hey guys, I'm Kelly Wolf, and this is the Flow Podcast. I feel like I have to clear something up. So when people hear the word flow, they always ask me, is this a yoga class or just something that can happen when you're surfing? But this flow stands for finding love over worry. And this podcast is all about the ways that you can have more flow in your life. On the Flow Podcast, I'm going to share my wisdom as a coach, a writer, a speaker, and a mama. I want to give you all the goods so that you can start your flow journey today. All right, let's get started. Happy Monday, everyone. This is so fun that we get to spend Mondays together, and it's also been really fun and interesting for me to be consistently showing up every week, right? If you've been with me for a while, you know that it has been very sporadic, but I feel like what I realized about that being sporadic is that I was always waiting for inspiration to hit, and then I would follow that fishing line. But what I'm having to do now is be a lot more thoughtful and have a lot more consciousness around what I want to bring to you guys every week, which is also really fun because I get to kind of check in with what's happening in the moment right now. And I don't know about you guys, but there's some stuff going on. And I really took some time to think about this, um, to think about a way that we can all approach it and what that would look like. And the way, the thing that came back to me the strongest was why kindness matters now more than ever. So that is going to be the cornerstone of today's episode. Don't worry, it's not going to get all wonky woo. We're going to keep it fun and interesting for you. But sit down, maybe, maybe grab a pen and paper because I really want to go over the circles of service. If you don't know what those are, they're going to be very illuminating for you. I promise they illuminate my day all the time, especially when I don't have a map for something like right now. One of the things I get asked about the most are recommendations for coaches in different niche areas. I have a coach who I recommend to all parents who have found themselves feeling like they are alone in their parenting journey because their child was born in a way that they didn't expect. Margaret Webb Life Coaching is a true unicorn, you guys. She is a master certified life coach. She is certified nature-based coach. She is a former teacher, but her most important journey and job on this life was being a mother to her 17-year-old son who is on the autism spectrum. She works with parents who feel incredibly alone in their journey with a child that they didn't expect. And she wants to remind those parents that not only are they not alone, but there are things that they can do to bring ease and joy in their life that they may have never considered. I call Margaret a friend. She is a profoundly gifted coach, and if you have found yourself on this journey, I would not hesitate to reach out to her. Go to margaretwebblifecoach.com, and that is web with two Bs, and I promise that this will change the journey for you. Are you celebrating the moments of your life, the big 
and small moments of your life because our friends at 1111 Wines believe in just that. In fact, their tagline is make your moment. You guys, I've been a fan of 1111 Wines for years. They are a luxury wine brand. They have one of the top winemakers in the world, Kirk Van Gay, and they believe deeply in the power of connection. 1111 has so much to offer. You can be a wine club member, which gives you incredible perks, one of which is priority booking in their incredible vineyard house. Guys, I booked it last year and did it to mark a really special occasion in my life, and I will never forget it. So the next time that you want to make a moment in your life, consider giving the gift of 1111 Wines to someone that you love, or give it to yourself. Sign up for the wine club, go to their website at 1111wines.com, and be ready to make your moment. So today's conversation is going to revolve around why kindness matters now maybe more than ever or more than ever in my lifetime, my 44 years of life on this planet. So first of all, just to update you, we did find a new house to rent. Woo! Collective applause. I don't think I realized how much stress I was carrying around that, but I think just having moved at the very beginning of the pandemic last year, being in a new place, and then having to move again was feeling really overwhelming. And I think I was just carrying it in different various ways. Like I threw my knee out. You guys probably understand this, that when we carry stress, it typically manifests in our bodies somewhere. So I think that that's probably what was going on with me. I feel so relieved and more than anything, the house we're going to rent are friends of ours and they raised three kids in this house and you can feel it. You can feel the love. You can feel the energy of that. It's got all the things that, you know, young kids would be excited about. And I'm just so happy. I feel so grateful and so happy. So that's happening. And also, we are about to finally see our family. My husband hasn't seen, we haven't seen his side of the family since Thanksgiving of 2019. Is that correct? And I haven't seen my family since Christmas of 2019. So we are overjoyed to be doing that. And that's going to be coming in the next couple of weeks. Oh my gosh. Okay. Which brings me to what I want to talk about today. What I'm loving about these Mondays and these solo episodes is I get to talk about where we are. I get to tap into the collective energy and 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 the beauty of having to show up <laughs> is I can't back out on this collective energy and it's been a really interesting thing for me because I I think I realized that previously I maybe wanted to retract a little and wait for that super magic special sauce to come and find me but right now I'm having to like look it in the face and when I have to look it in the face I have to see what's going on and the most dominant thing that I can feel right now is collective trauma. Okay. So trauma as a whole, that's a that's such a catch word and I get that, but it's a catch word for a reason because trauma usually is the cornerstone of all of our behaviors in our life. Trauma tends to leave a mark so deep that it then informs so much of our behavior. So here we are. I believe that we have gone through a collective trauma. 
and I think it varies in how you respond to it. So last year, we had a pandemic. We all responded to that moment when it was extremely heightened. We all did what we did. If you were in the United States, we had some pretty intense political divide. If you were in many, many, many other countries in the world, there were incredibly traumatic things that are still happening, actually, all over our sweet planet. That's not including our planet. Are you depressed yet? There's been a lot. And the option to put your head in the sand probably isn't an option. So when you have this collective trauma, and what's interesting about this moment is that everybody experienced it in varying degrees. However they responded to it, that's different. That's not what I'm talking about. But how we all experienced it is a pretty fascinating moment in our collective history. Okay, American culture has a pretty distinct trauma response, which is act like it didn't happen. That's tends to be a very dominant response system in American culture. I cannot speak to other cultures in the world because I don't know, but I'm going to guess that that's probably a Western culture modality. Anybody that wants to try to understand this on a deeper level, just watch the royal family, okay? There are things that happen when we decide to brush things under the rug. There are things that happen when we experience trauma and we act like nothing happened. If this is ringing a bell for you, raise your hand. Here's what I'm noticing. There's a collective trauma that went on amongst all of us together. And now, and I can only really speak to what I'm seeing, what I'm hearing, there's kind of a, okay, get back to it. Act like nothing happened. Get back to the same level that you were living before. Get back to the same um, productive abilities that you had before. Get back, get back, get back to however you were before and possibly even more because now you're having to learn it in a new way. However, when we do all of that and we don't attend to the trauma, there's some things that happen. Some first pass things will be things like irritability, sadness, depression, being cranky, feeling disconnected. And the one that pulls my heart the most is division. When we go through trauma, when we feel scared, when we feel angry, we also divide. We become other to people, when, especially when we don't understand. We don't understand why they're doing something or why they're acting a certain way. They become other to us. And when somebody becomes other, it's very hard to pull that back. So I am a great advocate of stopping before that starts. So when we get to the stage of irritability, sadness, disconnection, cranky, division, we begin to numb. You've also probably heard me talk about this too. And we do all kinds of different numbing behaviors. Everybody has them. I have many. (laughs) Okay, I have many. And they're classic. There's nothing wrong with this. This is just a coping mechanism that we have. But there is a stopgap that does exist between the feelings that you have, the collective trauma, and going into numbing and ignoring. There's a, there is a moment, there is a place. And 
I did feel compelled to have this conversation today because I actually believe that we are in that place and that is the place of kindness. Okay, I'm going to tell you a little story first because I think it's really funny. I mean, it's funny and then it's also very telling. So I'm in the car the other day and somebody cuts me off and I apparently scream something like, are you effing kidding me? Are you kidding me? (laughs) Maybe a couple additional things that I said there. And Lucy said to me, mom, why did you say that? Do you know that person? And I went, wait a minute. No, but I think driving in your car will be the telltale sign of how you are responding to irritations, how you are responding to otherness. If small things are setting you off, if people's behaviors are setting you off, if you are finding yourself quickly jumping to judgment or irritation with other people, okay, then that's where we are. And if any of this is resonating with you, just please know we are literally all feeling this. I haven't found that person yet in my collective community, so I can just take a guess that this is spanning out all over the place. Now, once we've gotten to the place of that irritation, we could even call it judgment. Once we've gotten to that place, the last thing we want to do is give to other people. We feel completely depleted. We also feel like, and I hear this too a lot, if I give even the littlest bit, somebody is going to come racing to the waterfall. And I don't have a waterfall. I just have a trickle. I just have a little tiny, tiny, tiny bit left in the bottom of my bottle that I was willing to share a teaspoon of, but I don't have more to give than that. And so we tend to not give at all because it's the fear of, I have nothing more than this. And so I can't go further than this. When we're in that place, this next thing is so crucial. And I really hope you stay and listen to this part because this is the part the 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 other stuff that's the understanding that's the understanding of our behavior that's giving validity to how and why we operate the way that we do and to also understand that we all do these things you know i i know there's been in the last few years this kind of like desire and push towards enlightenment but the truth is huh, guys we're human we're human we are supposed to be in process we were not built to hustle all the time. We were not built to not have feelings. Our feelings are the openings to a a new way of being. They are the tiny knock on the door that's, that's there to tell you something. And they're so beautiful. They can be very uncomfortable, but they are so beautiful when we, when we decide that we want to shift ourselves, that when we want to grow and when we make the choice to grow When we make the choice to be contemplative about our life, we're also making the choice not to go into numbing behaviors. We're also making the choice to not ostrich ourselves and put our head in the sand. So for the discomfort of it and the hard of it, the reward of it is is great. And we have to continue to do it. You know, we're, we're always growing. We're always in constant motion. And we're always going to need to return back. It's one of the things that I talk about the most when it comes to flow or anything that is growth oriented. It doesn't really matter to me what lane you choose. I just think 
it's important to choose a lane. And lanes can come in all different categories. They can come in all different shapes and sizes. And for whatever reason, this one resonates with me. And I hope it resonates with you. Did you know that OG is an NSF certified organic skincare company? Because they are committed to a seed to skin approach. That way you can know everything that you're putting on your skin is from the purest ingredients from the earth. I am a fan of all the OG products. My makeup bag looks like an OG makeup stand, (laughs) but my favorite right now is the sculpted face sticks. I love carnelian. It gives me this buildable, luminous, dewy glow, and I'm obsessed. You guys can find OG on all major social platforms from YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram at OG. That's O-G-E-E. You can also go to their website, www.og.com, and check out all their products. They're stunning. You will love having them on your countertop. All right, guys, let's get glowing with OG. I had a huge aha moment when I first started working with Joe at Blueberry Nutrition, and that is blueberry-nutrition.com. And when you go to their website, start by taking the quiz. It will give you an individualized program that's created just for you. So when I first started working with Joe, she had helped me find these small changes, these tiny habits that I could make for my overall health. At the time I had been feeling dizzy and my blood pressure was low and she really got to the root of the problem. Her whole method is to get you off of those vicious cycles of losing the same 20 pounds over and over again. Her method was designed to create lasting changes for you, changes that are doable, that come from small habit shifts. Go check out blueberry-nutrition.com and start your health journey today. So the first thing that I want to offer you is the concept of the golden necklace. So the concept of the golden necklace is how we love ourselves, how we cherish ourselves. And I always tell this story because I have this golden necklace. I'm wearing it right now. And it's very precious to me. It's very special to me. It means a lot to me. And if you walked past me on the street and said, hey, give me that, I probably wouldn't give it to you. If you tried to rip it off my neck, I would try to do something and take it back from you. I you know, take care of it. At night, I hang it somewhere. I remember where I put it. Meaning I take thoughtfulness around this golden necklace. And I always say it's an easy way for us to remember, do you do those things for yourself? Do you do these things for yourself? If somebody wants you for whatever reason, somebody wants your attention or wants you to do something, do you just say yes, willy nilly without really thinking about it? If they try to grab you, grab your attention, do you just give it away without thinking about it? What do you do with it at the end of the day? Do you take care of it? Do you appreciate it? Do you think it's beautiful? Those are the kinds of things that are really interesting to me about how we may treat ourselves. And in the process of growth and in the process of recovering from really hard things, we have to first take care of ourselves. The next thing that I always talk about is the circles of service. Now, oh my gosh, this is the best. I'm actually looking at it right now. And one of our friends on Instagram, Lois, she is It's By Design. You should check out her work. It's beautiful. 
she actually made this for me after an Instagram live that we did one day about the circles of service. So I'm going to break them down for you quickly, and then I'll tell you a little bit deeper about each thing. So what they are is it's just like a big centrifugal circle. It starts small in the middle and it circles and circles and circles and circles and circles all the way out. And the very first inner circle is you. Okay. That's the first place that we want to offer our service to. Always. You have to start with you. If there is a temptation to start outside of you, take a beat, turn it around and turn it back to yourself. We must start with ourselves. If we are not healed, if we are not calm, if we are not cared for, we have nothing left. I feel like this is probably beating a dead horse at this point. Why is that a why is that a thing, beating a dead horse? What a horrible statement. But you get my point. So we start with ourselves. The things that I wrote down and you can do this for yourself, you put the inner circle you write you or your name, whatever you want. And then you put about four to five things that you could do for yourself. So this was mine. I put exercise daily, eat healthy, read daily, play, dance. Those are things that make me feel good. They make me feel like myself. They make me feel better. And they're always available to me, meaning I don't need to do anything. I don't have to get on a plane. I don't have to have loads of money. I don't have to have another person around to make those things happen. Those are things that are available to me that I can do at any time. And that is really important. If we put our love things as these inaccessible goals, you know, I would like to go to Thailand. Well, okay. But if I'm having a bad day, I can't go to Thailand that day. And that sensation of wanting to go to Thailand is actually going to probably bring me more discomfort because it's going to fall in the category of something I can't have, but I want. So in this case, we want the things that you can do to service yourself will be things that are accessible to you at any given time. Mine were exercise, eat healthy, read, play, dance. Now the next circle, okay, so we're on the next circle. You started with one inside. Now we're going to the next one outside. This one is called your home. So how is your home doing? The place where you reside, the place where you sleep at night. Some of you know this story. When I uh, was in my 20s, I really wanted to live in England and I had about I don't even know, $800. And that equates to about 500 pounds, or it did at the time, which PS, tell your youngsters that uh, make sure you do the equations for their cash. So I show up there, I basically have no money. And I needed to find a place to stay and a place to live. And I ended up finding somebody, this sounds very creepy, but just trust me, it wasn't creepy. It was actually quite lovely. There were two guys, two men that owned a home and they would rent out rooms and they would rent out things in this home. And they had a closet. That was kind of the lowest cost of the room. And it was a, I guess you'd call it a walk-in closet, sort of. It had a window, but then it was the whole house. So there was a bathroom, obviously there's a kitchen, et cetera. But to sleep at night was this closet. And that's what I rented. And that's where I lived. And can I just tell you something? It was one of the greatest years of my whole life. I had the time of my life in that closet. But my point of saying that is, let's just talk about where you reside. All right. It doesn't matter where that is. You can do this. The the point of the circles of service is that they should be accessible to everyone at any time. There will be no limits to your ability to do these things, except for mind limits. 
So what I wrote for my home was tidiness, playing with the kids, respecting my spouse and his space, reading to my kids. These are things that I can do of service inside of my home. So not literally to my home. I mean, that would be the cleaning part, but inside of my home. So how can I be of service inside of my home? I can clean it up. I can play with my kids. I can be respectful and kind to my spouse. I can read books to the kids. I can make meals for my family. Those are all things that I can do inside of my home. All right, so that's the next circle. The next circle is your neighborhood. This is whoever lives up, down, side, side, your neighborhood, not your town. This is your neighborhood, okay? So once we have taken care of ourselves and our home, now we can turn our service and our acts of kindness and our energy of kindness outward to our neighborhood. What I put was I can take food to my neighbors. I can get groceries for my neighbors. I can say hello to my neighbors. Do not ever underestimate the power of simply saying hello to somebody. Guys, it's powerful. It is powerful. It can change somebody's day. It activates a part of our mind that makes us go, oh, I'm not on my own. I have allies in this world. It is very, very, very important. And your active service to your neighborhood can be that simple. So the next circle is your town. This is your town. So now we've got middle you, outside home, then your neighborhood, then your town. So what I put for my town was I can shop local. And I, I, I did this last year and I still am doing this today, but I had actually put wear a mask for my neighbors and myself. I can pick up trash and I can write thank you notes to people. I can volunteer. I can provide food for communities. I can volunteer at the school. There are all kinds of things that I could do to support my town. Now, again, these are stepping stones. So we want to make sure that we've done the prior ones before we get to this. What happens a lot is people jump from feeling like they want to do something, but they haven't yet take, to take care of themselves. And they jump immediately to volunteering at their PTA and they're completely exhausted. Not only are they completely exhausted, but the energy that they are bringing to that environment is toxic or can be because they haven't cared for themselves first. Again, this is why it's important to go through it in this way and not jump ahead. All right. The next circle was your country. I feel like when I wrote these down, there was some stuff going on. I think it was last year, but I put vote. Obviously that still stays true. I can release judgment of other people's political beliefs and values. And if you want to get into a service-based idea at this point, you can you can, and we live in a world now where you can volunteer and connect to national nonprofits. You can work with the entire country on things that you are passionate about. So once you've gotten to that level, you can offer your service to that level. The final one is our planet at large, our whole beautiful planet. Ooh, yes. And what I put for that was I can recycle, compost. I can be incredibly thoughtful about what I purchase. I can begin to make plans to rotate my life to a more green environment. You know, obviously, if you're renting, like we're renting, 
it can be hard to go, oh, I'm going to make a sweeping change and take this whole house solar when it's not my house. I, that might not be possible for me. But there's a lot of things that I could do. And again, without making sweeping changes, I can also do small things. I can do small things that will get me there. I had a call with somebody a, a little while ago. And one of the first things I said to her, this was a client, and we started our our work together. And I said, what we're talking about is going to take probably five to six months. And she about dropped the phone because it felt like, are you kidding me? I'm feeling all this excitement, all this drive to do something now. And you're telling me I have to wait six months, but here's what happened. It did take six months and it will probably take longer. Oftentimes the things that we want the deepest, the things that pull at our heart the most, they take time and they're going to take time for us to be thoughtful about how we get there. And this is coming from, if you know me, you know what a quick start I am and how much I love to jump to the end. (laughs) I am the queen of going, man, I don't feel so great. I think I'll volunteer for our planet today. I mean, that is that has been my MO for as long as I can remember. So I understand how sort of hard it can be to slow that boat down. But I also understand most of the time, the things that I did in that way did not have longevity. They just didn't. They were meaningful in their own right, but they did not have longevity. All right. So that's why I believe that this this path makes sense. And cut to, again, it's all going to start with you. It's all going to start with the care of you. And if you jump to one of the outside circles before that care of you, like I said, we all know what will happen. It will come back around. Our inner workings will come knocking on the door again to remind you. They'll always give you the chance and the opportunity to choose you first every single time. But this is the core of loving yourself so that you may love others. That's the why. That's the big why. And that's why it matters. So here's a few questions that you can ask yourself when we return back to that inner circle of caring for yourself. How are you today? How are you today? How are you? No. How are you really? How are you really today? Okay. Now, where do you feel it? Where do you feel that in your body? So for me, during the time of knowing we were going to move and not having that place yet, I feel it in my chest. That's where I always feel it. I feel like I can't breathe when my stress gets high, but I really actually feel like I can't breathe. Like I'll, you know, take deep breaths and um, maybe hold my breath and that's my place. So when I ask the question, where do you feel it? And I say, oh, I feel it in my, I feel it in my chest. I feel it in my lungs. That's a cue. That is a cue for me to pay closer attention that my body is trying to tell me something. The next question is, what do you need, sweet girl? What do you need? What sounds good? Does anything sound good? Does anything sound good? A milkshake, a walk, anything. You tell me and I've got you. I'm going to take you to do that. So we want to learn how to talk to ourselves in the same way that we would talk to our young child. What do you need? What do you feel? What sounds good when you're feeling sad? Those are important questions to ask. Probably the number one thing that I have heard in my life that people say to me that meant the most to them 
was when I brought them food. Can you believe that? I mean, I understand it. I get it. But they'll be people I've known for 10 years. That is the power of our act of kindness. It leaves a mark and it stays with people for their whole life. And that little mark, that soup that you dropped off, what it said, what it meant was, you're not alone. And I care about you. And I see you. And we're all doing this together. That's what's in that soup. I mean, listen, I'm sure my soup was good, but I don't think that was the point. I think the point was the feeling that it left with another person. So go out there today, start with you. Promise me that you will start with you. That is my biggest promise that I want from you. Start first with yourself, and then we're going to take it out from there. And if yourself takes a hot second, that's fine. There is no timeline to this. If we're all going to process through the last couple of years, and by the way, let's just not even get into the before that part, all right? But the last couple of years, if we're going to process through it, then we're all going to have to wake up and say, what is the collective question that's being asked of us? And it's, are you going to love yourself so that you may love others? Are you going to do that? Are you going to fill your cup enough so that you can fill others? Are you going to do that? To me, that's the question. And when we are full, have loved ourselves abundantly, we're not judgmental. We're not angry. We're not cranky. We have space. We have space for irritations. We have space for people that we don't understand. We have space for varying political views. We have space for a friend that we think is is getting their fear too far when it comes to COVID or, or not taking it far enough. Okay, all the things that I know all of us are feeling We pull back from that place because we have enough in ourselves to give to somebody else. And I just want all of us to remember that today and every day. And we cannot forget our three M's minute. Guys, that's why I did not do sports broadcasting. Okay, but but funny side story. I did host a baseball show when I was doing my broadcast journalism work and I don't know anything about baseball. And they told me to go and talk about something. And the teleprompter said, A-A-A, something, something, something. And so I didn't realize that was triple A. And I said, A-A-A, Team Bulldogs will be here on Wednesday. Very embarrassing. I also didn't realize that when they say on deck, they didn't mean an actual deck. They just meant that it was coming up. Yeah, you live and you learn, folks. Okay, three M's. All right. Today, my munch, I'm going to try to think of unique things each time. So we're not just having the boring old same Z breakfast. Um, today, I found this bread delivery company in Vancouver called Sour Bros. This is not an ad. Sour Bros. And they deliver to Boule. Boule is like the round sourdough loaves every Friday. They are amazing. It is like one of my favorite things. Okay. So I did that toast with um, an egg white, a fried egg white, which I don't know why I'm even doing that. My kids have decided that's the way they like it. So that's what we're doing and sliced avocado on top. That was my breakfast. And oh my gosh, I just sound like, I just sounded like Moira from Schitt's Creek. That made me very happy. I'm kind of obsessed with Schitt's Creek right now. Yes, I am. And we, my husband and I are always trying to do Moira's accent. I don't know what I just did, but I'll keep, 
I'll keep trying. My move, so I messed up my knee a little bit. So my move has been a tiny bit different. And I, you guys, this is funny for me because I'm not a stretcher because I'm super stretchy. So I don't stretch, but I stretched and I did some Pilates. And then of course I walked in the woods because that's my daily, always happy place. And my meditate was, um, I did a classic transcendental meditation technique today. I've noticed that I think it's because Um, We are about to leave to go, you know, see family. And we haven't traveled in over a year. We haven't left the country. We haven't even really left our house all that much. So I've got a lot of like thoughts going through my head about all the things that I have to remember for this trip. And I just don't have my game face on and I needed to just shut it down. So I put 45 minutes. I don't normally do that long. Do not be afraid of starting meditation when you hear that. But I did put a timer on for 45 minutes. I sat down and I did a 45 minute mantra meditation. Maybe I fell asleep. Maybe I didn't. Nobody will ever know. And it doesn't matter because I felt better and I felt clearer. And that really is the point. You guys, what is for dinner tonight? Dinner tonight is going to be a half-baked harvest recipe. I really love her stuff. And that's going to be one thing. And I'm making multiple things because this is going to be for the next few days. So that will be a pasta with mozzarella and chicken meatballs. It's kind of all it's like a pasta bake. I think it's in her super simple book. And I'm also going to make salmon with a sun-dried tomato tapenade, asparagus, and roasted potatoes. Why do you ask? Well, I like it, but also because my amazing hubby is going to be doing a Netflix movie and I think he has to have his shirt off. So we're just gonna, you know, ramp up the old fitness over here and I'm doing my part in creating healthy and nutritious meals. Okay, you guys, I hope this week is peaceful. I hope this week is filled with joy and no matter what happens this week, remember you always have flow in your back pocket.